The Ewan Grant Podcast, the Limestone Coast Triple M. G'day, it's Ewan. Welcome to the Ewan Grant Podcast and welcome to everyone joining me on the Listener app. Limestone Coasters, after what was a very interesting weekend in the world of federal politics, uh, I get to talk to Tony Passon, the member for Mount Gambier. He has been re-elected for his fourth term in office, now in opposition. We're going to have a chat to him in a moment. Josh Lyon is going to drop by for a chat about all things that you guys are talking about online. And Holt are visiting the Limestone Coast at the moment, uh, talking to tradies about mental health. I am going to catch up with Jeremy Forbes, and he'll be able to tell us what is going on. Let's get things underway. Tony, good morning, and congratulations, mate. Good morning, Ewan, and thank you for those congratulations. It's... um it's really humbling to to, um, to be re-elected, but obviously that's measured against uh, uh, um, against the result overall nationally, which is, from my perspective at least, somewhat of a disappointment. Mate, there were nine candidates for the electorate of Barker. Um, how does it make you feel to uh, to come out victorious at the other end of that? Oh, look, it's um, it's obviously an anxious period when you're. Um, um, seeking re-election, you present your portfolio of work to, in my case, over 123,000 people, uh, and they make a pretty frank assessment of your performance. So like I said, it's incredibly humbling um, to have achieved more than 50% of the primary vote, um, that is, you know, first preferences, mm. uh, and in excess of 66% of the two-party preferred result I mean it's just humbling um, and it's a great testament to the work that my team and I have done but more than that the partnerships we've been able to form in community to get stuff done together you know delivering for Barker to make sure the communities and even uh, or communities across the electorate are even better places to live work and raise a family yeah mate there are obviously some uh some things to uh, to think about moving forward with the change in uh, in government. Um, how how are you going to uh, to see yourself? I suppose in opposition. Well, you and I was privileged to have been elected in twenty thirteen. I went straight into the party uh, and to the parliament in the party of government. Um, re-elected in twenty sixteen and twenty nineteen, as was our government. Um, and so I, I've never served in opposition. Um, I'm sure I'll quickly learn what <laughs> what it's like. Um, <clears throat> and um, I'm looking forward to um, adapting to that role. I mean, the role now is to, to keep the government of the day accountable mm. um, and all the while working hard with communities to ensure that we can continue on a pathway. Um, but... Uh, I'm not going to lie, it's a new skill set, uh, it's a new role, um, it's the same workplace, but in a very different um, uh, role. So, look, um, having never been there before, having not done opposition before, um, I'm not going to lie and say, I know exactly what I need to do, uh, there'll be a degree of learning on the job, but uh, the thing with politics is no one gives you a manual. <laughs> When I was elected in 2013, no one said, this is how you be a local member of parliament, read chapters 1 through 13 and you'll be fine. Uh, you've got to learn as you do it. And that's what I'll do now. Um, um, and, um, you know, I, 
I want to, um, just before we get on to that, thank all my volunteers and over the course of the weekend, I had about 600 people on polling booths across 102 polling booths um, across Barker and that's another reason to be incredibly humbled, to think that many people are prepared to, to volunteer their time and effort for me, for the Liberal cause um, and for our party. It's just amazing. Hey, Tony, we talked before the election. One of the, the big things that you talk about being uh, the member for Barker is helping people. And at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. So in real terms, do you see that your job is going to change in the next four years? No, not not in that regard. Um, in that regard, people will still contact our office and we'll get um, results um, via um, the government and the departments um, and the bureaucracy. That's what we're there for. We represent, we've been elected to represent uh, the people of Barker in the federal parliament. And so there's an, there's an operational role that we do, you know, member of the local com community into government, assisting people, interpreting government for them, getting them the contacts they need, making sure their issues are, you know, if you like, filtered to the top of the pile. Um, no, the, the differences will be around, um, we used to sit around and talk about what policies we could develop and implement. Now we're going to have to sit around and, uh, and, and, and work on how we're going to make sure um, that the opposition, uh, well, that the government um, is uh, is up to the mark. Um, and, you know, the Labor opposition were incredibly effective at doing that um, to us uh, and it made us a better government. Mm. And our job is to make um, the Anthony Albanese elected Labor government an even better government by holding them to account. Tony, congratulations on the win. It really is sensational. You've been a, uh, a standout... Uh, uh, leader for the, the Limestone Coast, keeping us front of mind in, in Canberra. Uh, cannot wait to talk more as, uh, I suppose, the the year unfolds and we find out what happens in opposition. Uh, thanks, Ewan, and I look forward to keeping you updated and your listeners. Tony Passon, member for Mount Gambia, re-elected for a fourth term here on the Limestone Coast. All right, Limestone Coasters, Josh Leiter is on the line. We get to talk about some of the stuff you guys are talking about online. Josh, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm good, Josh. First things first, sad story. Lots of people are talking about the fact that Dale Cleave's music have closed down. Yeah, this is um, quite sad for the community. I guess we've got a uh, we've had a music store here for uh, more than six decades, running in Mount Gambier with Dale Cleaves, and um, yes, after all that time, they've uh, made the made the announcement recently that they'll be closing, and uh, they they did so over the weekend. Saturday was their last day of trading, and. They, they closed the doors, bought the sign in, and then put the plastic wrap-up covering the windows, and that was that. Yeah, yesterday I saw them pulling down the signs on the uh, on the veranda, um, and it, it truly is an, the end of an era, and I do not say that lightly. Yeah, that's it. The There were the first words that popped to my mind when I saw it happening. I was happy to see that um, those words be shared around quite often, because it really is. Um, I know, you know, my wife being a music teacher, she'd often just duck in and, and grab anything she needed. And it's a, it's, let, let's face it, like online, online shopping has made a big difference when it comes to local retail stores. Unfortunately, that's played a part here. Uh, but you just don't get the same service online. You know, you can't take your guitar to a website and quickly get it tuned. Um, you don't have those same conversations. Someone made a, a comment on there saying, look, you know, they understand the whole thing with online shopping, but you know, when you're a, a couple of hours away from a gig and you need, you know, some strings or you need something, you can just duck in and grab it. And we've we've lost that now, unfortunately. Mm. 
Yep, the uh, the unfortunate part about living in a country community. Now, mate, on to brighter things. You had a uh, a post that uh, lots of people were talking about last night in regards to your neighbour doing something nice for you. What was going on? Yes, so one of my neighbours noticed something stashed in her garden um, that didn't belong to her, didn't belong to anyone else around her, but happened to belong to me, and it shouldn't have been there. Um, Someone had um, found themselves in possession of this item. Um, So basically it was, yeah, a a case of uh, her husband went door-to-door trying to find the rightful owner, and with the help from a couple of other neighbours, neighbors, they, they located me and uh, we ended up having a, a really good chat out of it. So I, I got what I wanted back out of it um, and we we had a great conversation. And um, so I thought, you know what, I'm going to share this. I'm going to put this online and just give people an opportunity to say, uh, you know, experiences they've had recently that have reminded them of how wonderful people can be. And I was very happy to see um a lot of people just sharing stories. Some lovely about. stories. They really were. Oh, it's so good. Um, some of them just, yeah, neighbours that have just helped them out with certain things or just friends and people or it was just uh, just random acts of kindness within the community and it was a uh, – I love it. I, I, I think it's, uh, it's always good. I think most of us know that most people are good. But sometimes, especially through media and, you know, when you're on the internet, when you're watching TV, you're bombarded with negativity. I think it's good just to put that reminder out there to people that, hey, just people are good. Mm, Absolutely. Now, mate, speaking of people that are good, there is a lady who used to live in the Limestone Coast. She is an artist and she is doing her best to promote the Limestone Coast via puzzles. Yes. And for anyone who knows people that, like puzzles, they are very addictive, and most people go through a lot of them. Uh, so, are you are you speaking from uh, experience there? I'm from secondhand <laughs> experience. I've I have friends, I have people that are close to me, and it's it's an addiction. But the, the good thing is there are so many to choose from when it comes to the limestone coast, thanks to Karen McKenzie. So currently based just over the border. Uh, but the the one puzzle I saw was the the Mount Gambier puzzle, and then realised that there's a puzzle for every little spot throughout the place, and more to come. I'm told as well. Um, so I saw this one puzzle, and we actually bought it for some friends who were um, had lived in Mount Gambier for a short period of time. We got mm-hmm. to know them quite well, and then they decided to uh, abandon us and leave. Um, <laughs> so they've they've moved up to Adelaide. Um, hi, Jake and Dylan. Um, but we we thought we'd get them. We saw this puzzle, and we're like, what a great idea! Because uh, they like puzzles. It's Mount Gambier, and they they really enjoyed it. Um, but I saw it there and I'm like, I'm going to get a photo of this and just show people because I think it's really cool and the reaction's been really positive. Absolutely. Uh, she does some great work and it's great to see the Limestone Coast being highlighted, which is really cool. Hey, Josh, always. it's always good to uh, catch up and have a chat. We'll talk next week, mate. Sounds good. Now, Limestone Coasters, Holt are in town this week. There's an event taking place at a TAFE this afternoon. Let's find out all about it. Jeremy Forbes joins me on the line. Jeremy, g'day. Good morning, Ewan. Thanks for having me, brother. Hey, Jeremy, you and I have talked a number of times, but for people who don't know, what is Holt all about? Um, thanks, mate. Um, Holt is a, uh, a health promotions charity that focuses on mental health and suicide prevention for tradies and the blue collar, my friend. And we're about um, getting out there into community because if we're going to look after uh, mental health, uh, we all need to be a part of it, mate, and everyone needs to hear the story. So it's Holt coming in and going to apprentices, hardware stores, trades, local council depots, 
factories, anywhere, sporting clubs, anywhere where we can talk about uh, mental health and suicide prevention, mate. Tell me what it's it's like to be a tradie at the moment and, and how, how many tradies are, are suffering from, from mental health issues? Um, I haven't got exact numbers, Ewan, but from the, 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 the finger on the pulse that I have with a lot of tradies, there's a lot struggling. There's a lot struggling, well, with getting into the winter and the cold weather, but also we look at the issues with um, uh, supply of timber and um, that sort of stuff and the price of timber going up and the contracts that we signed, that builders signed 18 months ago, have gone up 30, 40, 50, 60, 100 grand for each house. So they're already behind. Um, so there is some struggles out there. There's quite a few builders that just can't can't keep going. And and look, I I'll be just having a guess, you and I'd say there'd be tens of thousands uh, of tradies, maybe maybe more struggling across Australia. Totally. <clears throat> Jeremy, you're coming to town today. You're going to be doing a talk at TAFE this afternoon. Take us through what's going to happen. Uh, yeah, and I'm starting to shout out to Sam Benton and the team from the Mount Gambia Suicide Prevention Network because without those, and they've organised all my talks, um, without them and their passion, energy and belief that we can make a difference, um, they've organised all these talks. Um, so for me, um, with, with Holt, uh, we did two events at hardware stores to start off and then we thought, ah, who are the future, who's the future of the building and construction industry? It's the men and women that are doing the trades and the apprentices. So we thought... We, and, and Holt speaks to thousands of apprentices across TAFEs each year. So mm. a natural link was to come straight in. And last time we spoke at Mount Gandhi, we, we were there, we spoke with the apprentices and, and, and we know it pretty well. So, yeah. So today you're going to be speaking to apprentices. You've got a couple of breakfast events taking place as well. Take oh, us yes. through where people can, uh, can catch up and have a yak with you. Uh, yes, yes, yes. I do have a list here, Ewan. It's not committed to memory. Uh, there's a, um, a third, for the tradies out there that are listening that want to swing past uh, 7.30 at Banner Mitre 10 in Millicent as a trade brekkie. So it's not just Mount Gambier. It's that whole sort of uh, the Waddle Range. Um, Livestone Coast area, area, absolutely. Yes. Uh, and on Friday, 27th of May, Banner Mitre 10 again in Mount Gambier. And for the tradies out there, mate, just you know, it's this is there's still shame and stigma attached to this. Just turn up, get an egg and bacon roll, have a coffee, get some resources, and head off to work. There's no pressure or expectations to talk. We're not a counselling. It's just raising that awareness. You and Jeremy, if anybody wants to uh, pop out this afternoon and uh, and hear you talk at TAFE, uh, what time is that going to get underway? Well, I'm crossing time zones, you and you see. It's 12.30 at TAFE. So if there's any um, apprentices will be there, obviously, but if there's any employers and apprentices that want to come out and hear this, it's very important. It's potentially life-saving, and it's a really important message, and I'm really keen to get back to the Limestone Coast, you and Hey, Jeremy, it is always good to have you in the Limestone Coast. Holt, do some wonderful work with tradies and, of course, to uh, to alleviate that stigma of uh, of mental health pressures. Thanks for joining us on the radio this morning. Have a great trip down to the Limestone Coast, mate. Thanks for your support, as always, you and Cheers, buddy. Oh, 963 Triple M, Jeremy Forbes joining me this morning from Holt. If you'd like to go along, 12.30 this afternoon, out at TAFE. And, of course, there's some brekkies taking place over the next couple of days here in the Limestone Coast as well for tradies to get involved with. That's it for today's podcast. I'll be back Friday morning with everything Limestone Coast. Don't forget to catch up with everything happening across the Limestone Coast. Make sure you look out for the Mant Gambia local guide on Listener. You can catch up with me live on the radio, 6am weekday mornings on the Limestone Coast, 963 Triple M.